Attention all units, make a podcast, the SAFD Heat Podcast. Start now. From beautiful downtown San Antonio, deep in the belly of the beast at Public Safety Headquarters, this is SAFD Heat. Here is your host, Woody. Welcome to another special episode of SAFD Heat. This is a continuation of... Another podcast, which was we called uh, SAFD History, I guess. I don't know. We could have thought of maybe a better title than that, but I didn't give it much thought, really. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's the history of this wonderful department, and we have so much fantastic material that we had to break it into two different episodes, so we are back again with our guest, our special guest, our repeat guest from episode number one of SAFD Heat. Rich Anderson is here, and uh, you want to introduce the uh, excellent guest that you brought with you? I also have here seasoned vet, retired firefighter Hector Cardenas from the Fire Museum. He's our subject matter expert on this. Nice. And so if you're listening to this podcast and you didn't listen to part one or part A, uh, then you missed a lot of great information about the department prior to what we call our official founding in 1891, correct? Correct. Now we're going to get into the dirt, I understand, like crazy stories. I heard you all chatting about a brothel, <laughs> something, or maybe you were just talking about your off-duty act. I don't know what's, what was happening there, but am I, am I right? Uh, you've got some good good stories to share. So now that we're caught up on the volunteer era and, and where everything started, um, 1891, we are now a paid department. We have we started off with seven companies. Uh, we're rocking and rolling. We're full time paid. Uh, the schedule at the time, the our brothers worked twenty four hours a day with their seventh day off. So it was a hundred and forty four hour work week. Um, so it was like the snowstorm all, all the time. time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. They would they would get to go home for meals, but they pretty much lived at the firehouse, and that's really where the firehouse term comes from. You yeah, lived yeah. at the station. The chief lived at headquarters. You know, that's, that's just the way it was. So this segment, we'll just throw some interesting stuff, some interesting fires, some salacious stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so, we have a lot. There's if you so have the yearbook, here. you have a good timeline from 1891 forward. Do. I tried to fill in some things. You know, that yeah, so, so we want to hear the stuff that- Screw the yearbook. Go to our museum. Yes. Yeah. Yes. True. I mean, you will walk out of there smarter than the. You're not the bear. first person to say "screw that yearbook." <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, we've mentioned that. So. Sorry. If if any of this has kind of whetted anyone's interest in the fire department and and some of the crazy things, pictures say, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words. Actually, going to the museum is priceless. You know, the old yeah. school agitation that comes out of that place when I walk in there is amazing. I yes. love it. I miss it. The the point it's is great. though, we have a lot of. Um, a lot of things time timeline wise documented that are yeah. readily available. And so on this podcast, we kind of want to hear about stuff that maybe you're not going to see when you walk into the museum or you're not going to see when you look into that <clears throat> yearbook, that thing, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll just throw some stuff out there and you leave on the cutting room floor, anything that doesn't interest you or it's all, I don't know. <clears throat> Let's go. All right. Um, so I kind of teased last episode about our, Fire Chief Gustav Dueler. He was uh, a big to-do in the volunteer companies. He was a local confectioner by trade. So he was a, a candy man. <laughs> uh, but he was also a very, been on the motor. very efficient and <laughs> very, uh, 
very ruthless drill oriented chief officer. We've had some more of those over the years. Uh, so at one point during the volunteer days, he was having a hard time getting the volunteers to get out of bed at night. And people were starting to joke like, well, they come just in time to put out the ashes, you know, if they come at all. Uh, and so Chief Dooler takes it upon himself to go down to, I believe it was Military Plaza. He buys a bunch of just materials on his own, which, you know, people didn't make a lot of money back then. And he lights this big bonfire at about nine in the evening. And he just sits there with his stopwatch and he waits to see if anyone's going to notice <laughs> and if they're going to show up. Wow. Shoot their guns in the air and come running you know, for <laughs> yeah, the best. Right? So eventually they do come and they put out the fire and they, the companies are furious at him. I mean, absolutely furious. So much so that they have him arrested for arson and thrown in jail. <laughs> that is serious ring ass. So while he's sitting in jail, uh, there's an out of town reporter. I want to say he was from Galveston. Well, let me ask him if he wants to be interviewed. This is, you can't make this stuff up. So the chief says, of course, I would love to be interviewed as I sit in this jail cell. So the, they, they do an interview right there in the, in the jail. And he's asked, why did you do it? He's like, well, I can't get these guys to get up. We need to drill. So <laughs> here's what I did. I don't regret it. They said, well, uh, do you have any ideas on, on improving response times and everything? And, uh, the reporters, you know, they're volunteers. Maybe if we, set out a buffet at fires and fed them. Uh, and the chief says, uh, let me find the quote here. So here's Chief Dueler's idea. My idea is to notify the firemen that every saloon in town shall be closed when a fire breaks out and they shall not be opened, not even by the back doors until the fire is out. In that case, a fire could never get any headway at all. It'd be squelched in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, if you close the bars and the boys can't make a pit stop on the way, maybe they'll just come and put the fire out. <laughs> That's awesome. So he, uh, as Hector said, when things got political and the department went paid, uh, I don't think he and the mayor got along too well. So LP Peck was appointed our first chief. And then Chief Dueler finally swallowed his pride and he accepted the second appointment. And so he was the second chief of our department. So the actual chief of our paid department spent a little time uh in, in jail, in the book. trying to motivate the boys. <laughs> nice, Hector. You want to throw anything I, in here? I have one, and this is also during the, the volunteer period. Uh, there was an area off of the uh, San Pedro Creek area, uh, kind of just north of downtown, uh, called the Tierra Incognita or the Incognito area. And there was a big fire there one one day. It was actually a brothel, big brothel, and there was a big fire one night and everybody just got away you know remember like Rich said everything was made of wood so everybody just barely jumped out of their windows with whatever they had on or didn't have on yeah or didn't have on and so for months almost a year nobody would buy a new suit <laughs> remember back then you didn't buy suits off the rack you had to go have a made so no men would buy a new suit because they would say oh you were at the fire so uh, <laughs> most of the tailors in town went broke uh, that year. Wow. So. There was, that was the catchphrase. <laughs> you don't want to be the first person to replace your clothing. <laughs> it lasted, that catchphrase lasted until the early 1900s where somebody would buy a new suit and somebody would go, hey, where was the fire? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
uh, explain that one. Like, why'd you buy a new suit, honey? Uh, uh, I spilled something on it. Interesting stuff. Let's go back to the volunteer days. Um, I know Joe was real, really interested on the competition. So Alamo Fire Company 2 goes to a competition against Seguin. Now, in that time period, Seguin was a similar-sized city. Uh, they also have a very old fire department over there. They have a cool fire museum. Um, but anyways, they would have firemen's competitions. And so they had one where they would do a 300-yard run with their hose cart, collect, uh, connect to a hydrant, turn around, lay 100 feet back, and then they had to flow water. And the winner uh, would get one of those fine silver trumpets. <laughs> um, so... Alamo Fire Company 2 takes off, and they're like a minute faster getting to the hydrant than the Seguin fellows were. They hook up, they turn, they take off, and the, the hose reel doesn't turn. And so the hose just takes off. Like it pulled from the hydrant, and the two guys are dragging. They say it looked like twin tails from a comet just flying down the street. <laughs> so obviously Seguin lays into the hydrant, flows their water, wins this beautiful trumpet, and... The Alamo guys, they just can't believe it. And they go back and look at their hose cart. Well, somebody had blocked the hose reel. Somebody had put a stick in there so it couldn't turn. <laughs> so they went back and politely offered the, the Seguin guys, you know, a double or nothing pretty much, a side bet to which they politely declined. Yeah, shocker. Yeah, and I've got a, a pretty cool old picture of the Seguin Volunteer Fire Department. And right up in front, sitting on their chief engineer's lap, is that big silver trumpet. And a stick. <laughs> Probably the stick. So Seguin got, awesome. got us good. We, we talked a little bit after the last one when we were sitting around about the history of Eleven's area. And yes. I, I know we said we, we will tread lightly on it. Okay. But, but the railroad always brought in the... Uh, the ruffians, if we will, the uh, they did. less desirable, non-upstanding yes. citizens of the community. Eleven's area has so, always been very, uh, like Hector said, Cattleman Square. Yeah. A little on the shady side. The brothels, the drunks, the homeless, the that area has always kind of been. And then, of course, we put firemen down there, so we didn't we improve just, yeah, the population. Yeah, we just added anymore. to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a railroad. You remember we got it in 1870, cattle started coming. Along with the, you know, right before that, two years before, in San Antonio, they introduced barbed wire. So that puts us right now. I mean, then, yeah. then these cattle guys don't have to rely on, on longhorns. And, and with the railroad, made it even better. So now you can grow uh, heifers of whiteface and stuff like sure. that. So it made a big difference in San Antonio. The railroad put us on so the So in that area with the Yeah, with that the was where all the, the uh, you know, cattle would come in down the road and everything else. So and like Rich said, we put firefighters over there, so we just added to the uh, the derelict of it. And then we have a rescue there, so it's even worse. Uh, yeah. It's about as bad as it comes. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time for a trivia question. Trivia Ooh. question. Mm-hmm. For the unnamed prize? For the unnamed prize. <laughs> Perhaps we'll... Uh, we'll bless somebody with the same parting gift that we give to all of our guests here, which is uh, very prestigious. You got one. Did you not get your gift from your, from the first episode? It was so wonderful you don't remember. We were getting gifts? Oh, no. Oh, we forgot. <laughs> Did we not? Uh, we'll give you wow. two. How wow. about we give you two? We'll, we'll give them double. Yeah. We may not have had them. Check yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They may not have come until episode two. We but. don't know how to act when we have a guest twice. No. Um, <laughs> we will... Uh, we will accept the first correct answer that, and you can send it to firepio at sanantonio.gov, firepio at sanantonio.gov. Do you have something for us? We do. Okay. 
So this is a San Antonio only thing. So if you're not in San Antonio, you're probably not going to know what we're talking about. The term rat patrol for an overtime position. Rat patrol? Woody, you don't know what rat patrol is? Working a rat? Working overtime? We've talked about this. Come on. We've talked about this. So for the non-San Antonio folks, working an overtime shift in the SAFD is called working a rat or a rat patrol. It is just for this department. I hear a lot of good stories, good good guesses at it, mm-hmm. but I, I know where it came from. It took me a while, so so you so that's the, you, you want to, you up. want someone to tell us where that phrase yes. came from. Where did the term "rat patrol" come from? Rat patrol, Hector. Do you know the answer? I I believe I do. You do. Okay. But I, I just know I'll, the funny parts. I don't know the real ones. So. The funny ones are, are it's actually better than the actual explanation. Yeah, really? yeah. So. Okay, but I've so got it. I've got the documented proof of where it came from. So. Okay, so you're you're looking for an exact match for what you have as you claim to, to, oh, to have the documented get, So if any yeah, of you guys working, send your guesses. If anybody working a forced rat right now wants to answer the question. Ooh, <laughs> fire PIO at sanantonio.gov, which is also the same email address that you can send your ideas and suggestions, feedback for future episodes. The reason we had this episode is because of someone's feedback at fire PIO at sanantonio.gov. And Rich really likes to come hang out with us. And yeah, so if you don't come yeah. up with something, yeah. Rich will come back for a third time. Now, Oh, I'm out. <laughs> we we appreciate we appreciate both you guys coming down here and Absolutely. bringing uh, all that that information and and all the stories and all the work that you did. Go to the museum. Yes, take your go kids. to the museum. Let me let me it's throw amazing. in a little plug for anybody else just looking to to see pictures and everything. Obviously, go to the museum. That is the gold standard. Uh, but if you're just a, on the station on your phone on Instagram, go to San Antonio Fire Vault. V-A-U-L-T, like a bank vault. It's awesome. You got a lot of pictures, a lot of information on there. Um, and then I tried to tag interesting articles and things on uh, on my Facebook page. It's just hashtag SAFD history. So we don't have to be Facebook buddies. But if you just put that in there, if you want to find the actual news articles and everything, all kinds of interesting history that we didn't cover here, uh, it's out there. So Hector, thank you for coming. Yes. No we'll see you at the museum. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank Thanks, guys. This has been the latest production of San Antonio Fire Department Heat. For comments or show suggestions, you can email us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. Thanks for listening.